morning, church family. How y'all doing this morning? I said, good morning, church family. How y'all doing this morning? All right, there y'all are. Yeah, uh, glad, to, glad to see y'all are uh, awake and alive this morning, and uh, welcome to church. Welcome to Coosa Valley. It's so, it's so good to see you guys here and uh, be in God's house this morning. Uh, this morning, we're about to get into worship and the Word, and, and we're about to get into all of that, but first, we want to open up in prayer. We want to open up with uh, just giving God thanks and, and praying to Him this morning. So uh, this morning, if everybody would, let's just go ahead and let's stand, and let's let's get into a, 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 an atmosphere and a moment of prayer to Him and thankfulness to Him, because He's been good to us in so many ways, and, and, and a lot of times that I find He's been good to me before I even know it, that He's been good to me. He's setting forth my path. He's ordering my footsteps, and He's allowing me to go on the path that He has set for me. So let's pray this morning, and let's let's ask Him to, to, to move in today's service, and let's give Him thanks. And I know that we have things going on in our lives and our families, many needs going on as well. Well, let's lift those up today to Him as well. And if it's so, be let it be so by the let it be known by the show of hands today if there be a need in the house or family today. So let's pray this morning, and let's give Him thanks and honor, and let's pray to Him and send and give Him in uh, the needs of the house today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you today. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us the Lord opportunity to be in your house this morning. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us the opportunity to serve in your place, God, to serve here today and to, Lord, worship you. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for, Lord, giving me breath, for, Lord, for giving me, Lord, the, the, just everything that I have today, for aligning my footsteps and guiding my path. Lord, as we move today, God, in this service and this week, God, Lord, I pray that, Lord, you be with us in every single aspect and part. Lord, for the service, I pray you anoint the worshipers. Lord, anoint, Lord God, the musicians, God, as they, Lord, prepare, as they pray, uh, as they play and sing, God, and lead us into worship, God. Lord, I pray that you anoint, Lord, our pastor, God, from the top of his head, Lord, to the very bottoms of his feet as he as he gives, Lord, the word that you have given him for this congregation, God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you, Lord, let every ear that heareth, God, Lord, every ear that is in this place on live stream, Lord, on the recording days later, God, Lord, I pray that you let every ear that hear, Lord, God, be changed, Lord, in a mighty way to take something from that word that, Lord, you have given to our pastor to, Lord, to, to, to be able to feel, to feel different, Lord, to grow from your word because, Lord, your your word is, Lord, and your word is, is something that we can grow on every time we open it up, every time we read it, every time we study it. It's something that we can feed on and we can grow with, God. So, Lord God, I pray that you, Lord, let that be in every ear today. God, I pray, Lord, again, for Lord, this the people of this house. You saw every hand today, all the needs, Lord, every hand on live stream, God, everything going on. You know the things, God, Lord. You know every single small and large detail. And I pray that you meet those needs today, God, Lord. You just go and move in a mighty way, Lord. Send your love, your peace, and restoration in the lives and hearts of our church congregation, God. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you, God. You are awesome in this place, and we'll forever give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Church, worship with us this morning. Let's worship in song this morning.
great. Hallelujah. seated would you just take a moment would you just lift your hands one more time you know I know that things we all get upside down in our lives and things happen but isn't it awesome to see how great God is as I sing this one more time would you just lift your hands and let's just sing this to God how great you are my heart will sing how great when was the last time that you was gone or how many times have you been gone for a week from the church during people here at the church we've got a lot of folks that are able to just step in and do things and take care of things and i greatly appreciate all of our staff the volunteers each one uh, for doing everything that you did this last week god is good ain't he amen before we get started this morning, I got a couple of good things to share with you. Uh, Miss Katie, these are those uh, pictures there towards the end. Um, over this, uh, we received this package in the mail, and I wanted to share this with you. Uh, this book here is called The Ultimate Bible Guide. No, this does not have all the answers, and I'm not telling you to use this over, the, over your Bible <laughs> by no stretch. But this breaks some things down in the Word of God. Uh, we did buy, I bought four for the church. They are out on our little bookcase there. If you would like to take one home with you and look through that, uh, bring it back somebody, so somebody else could do that. Uh, help me to take good care of these. Uh, it's just a small little book, and it goes through uh, a walkthrough through the 66 books of the Bible. There's charts, there's graphs, there's lots of information in here. And I think that this would be something that would be helpful to you as you're studying the Word of God. Another piece of great information that I think it was exciting to me, we received a phone call back in February. And I'll be honest we every one of us has received phone calls, and I thought it was a scam. I went right along with her, and I just talked, and I, want, I was sitting here thinking, I'm going to just waste her time. And I'm thinking, I was thinking the whole time this was a scam, I hang the phone up. I made a few phone. This was legit. This was real. And I thought, man, I feel bad now. But a lady had contacted us, <clears throat> and the name of this company is called Five Fish. And honestly, I really thought that this was a scam. And I really, I went, I played with it, and I just, and then I had to call her back, and I, I told her, I said, well, I really thought you was a scam. And, but I made phone calls, and I realized that it was not. We have been given the opportunity at Coosa Valley. Look at this next, the next picture there. This is, and there's, there's 50 of these out on the tables. This is a magnet that has been, uh, that has been purchased by the St. Clair County Emergency, uh, Emergency Management Agency uh, in, in conjunction with the Sheriff's Office, the Pelton City Police Department, the Road Department, uh, the fire departments, the county commissions of St. Clair and Pell City, all of these goes in together about every three to four years, and they buy a small quantity of these magnets. They only buy 10,000 of these magnets. We was, we was recommended by the, the county commission, uh, Pell City and St. Clair, as well as the sheriff's department, police department, fire department, all of these agencies Coosa Valley Church of God was recommended over every other church in our area to have a small, you see the small ad, right? Does everybody see the small ad on? It's half of the magnet. Does everybody see this? That is your church, and it has our website, our address, our phone numbers. All of that information will be on this magnet. And remember, I said a small quantity of 10,000 in the original order, three years ago, they actually ordered about over 15,000 of these, and these were spread out all over, all over St. Clair County. Fifty of them has been given to the church, and they're sitting out on the tables, and these are going to be starting to be distributed. I want you to join with me in praying. We're not going to lay hands on all 10,000 of these. Boy, this would be awesome, wouldn't it? 
But I want you to join with me as these magnets go out across into all of these agencies and is handed out to their employees and is handed out into the community. This is a great opportunity to get Coosa Valley's name out, but also I'm praying that as these magnets, we may not be able to touch these, Brother Bob, as, as some of those did in, in the Bible times, how that they come and they got those cloths and they took those to the sick. We may not lay hands on these, but our logo, our church name is on this, and I believe that if we pray, I believe that God can touch in the homes. There may be homes that these goes into that there's devastation going on. There's some that are sick. There's things that's happening. I believe that God can touch. Boy, Brother Andy, that show is awful silly. I think some in the Bible thought that it was silly when they would take sweat rags off of the servants of God the sweat rags that they'd been wearing and they had been sweating in the heat of the day and they'd been praying over these rags and they would take them to the sick and what happened? They was healed. Brother Andy, that can't happen today. Well, I believe that it can. I've seen it happen. We've played over prayer cloths and it went through the mail and it arrived and before it arrived, cancer was healed. Amen. And when it arrived, the person cut it in half. Oh, don't do that. They cut it in half and sent the two halves to two different other places. And guess what? Healing happened there. I believe that this, this can happen. Amen? And I believe that it's these small number of magnets. 10,000. I'm glad. You know, I don't know that we could... I wouldn't want to tote 10,000 magnets. I toted just 50 of them, and that was a little heavy. I toted 150 of this next magnet. This has got our church, I'll lay these out soon, out on the tables, and it's got the 2022, it's got the calendar, and for those that cook, I don't. It's got kitchen measurements. We've got 150 of them that's been given to us. I think that this is a God thing that we're able to spread we're able to reach into the homes. It might not be a whole lot of information, but it's something where, we're, where our name is getting in front of these, in front of these, uh, in, in front of the homes of those that's in our area. Amen. Will you join with me in prayer over these? Amen. Put the next magnet, the next uh, screen up. I know this may sound silly to some, and that's okay. But would you join with me in prayer right now? over these 10,000 plus magnets that may go into our community. Amen. Dear kind and gracious Heavenly Father, God, as we come to you again today, want to thank you. But God, right now as we come to you, I know that we may not touch these magnets, but God... I want to send these as prayer calls out into our community. And God, as these magnets, as they enter into these homes, and the, Father, there may be homes of those that are sick, those that are depressed, those that are downtrodden, whatever the case may be, Father, I pray that you'll use this as a, a point of connection, Father God. God, that we would be able to reach into these homes and, and be a part of the lives of our community. Help us, Father God, as we continue to reach into our community to be a part of this God and God I thank you for what you've already done and what you're going to do in Jesus' name we pray amen and amen you know the church is supposed to be about reaching into the community amen as another avenue that we just found out about I don't have a slide about this <laughs> another avenue that we just found out about is we're going to our youth group, our church as a whole. We're going to join together. And we're going to band camp for Pell City High School is coming up. And it takes 200 and 250, around 250 bottles of water every day of band camp. That's five days. Now, I wasn't in band. Might, some of you might have been in band in that. Some of you may be in band. I know getting out on that field, it's pretty hot. It takes 250 bottles of water every day. We're, we're going to join in, and we're going to supply the water for at least one, maybe two days. For oh, 
Brother, it's a whole lot of money. Did you know that we can buy for $20 at fresh value, we can buy 10 cases of water, and that is 200 and, I think it was 241 bottles, something around in that. 240 bottles. So that ain't a whole lot. Is it all right if we supply water? So it's going to happen. We're going to do that. We're going to also help with the football team. We're going to supply. Guess what? These are all avenues that we're getting into our community. And this goes right into what we're talking about this morning. The Bible tells us, Jesus tells us, that we're supposed to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen? What a better way to do that than like these magnets or and doing what oh but brother Andy, you're not preaching the God. No, this is putting God's name, this is putting his church out into the community and letting somebody know, hey, we're praying for you. Amen. We're here to help you in a time of need. This morning, God told us in Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28, starting in verse 19. This is what he says. He says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. This morning, what we are doing is we have talked about over the last several weeks. Now, some were not able to be here. So we may, we may baptize a couple of more Sundays and that's all right. We'll baptize every Sunday if we need to, and that'll be all right too, right? Amen. We wanted to have baptism Sunday. This morning we have a young lady that has come. She got saved a few weeks ago. We're going to baptize her this morning. But I want to talk for just a moment before we get there, and I want us to understand what baptism is all about. Matthew chapter 28, 19 and 20 tells us, that as we go and as we disciple the nations, how do we disciple? We're going and teaching those around. We're going to teach the world around us who Jesus is. Would you believe that there are people today that do not know who Jesus is? I know that sounds wild. Most of us here at Coosa Valley, most, but if this will show you something, most in here connected with the church, would you say that most have been raised in church? I'm going to tell you something. It's not what you think. I'm not calling anybody. I'm not pointing any fingers. But what I'm telling us is a church body. What we must understand. Now look, I'm going to use me as an example. I'm 41 years old and I've been in church for 42 years. Hello? I've been in church from the womb all the way forward. Brother Andy, the womb don't count. It seems like to me somewhere written in a book, a really, really holy book, it seems like somewhere it was written and said, I knew you in your mother's womb. God has formed us from the very beginning. And so that tells me that if God has formed me and has molded me together, He knew the person that I would become. All the crazy quirks and all. By the way, this is a gray suit. For you, those that was not here last Sunday, you've got to go back and watch the video. I had a gray suit on last Sunday. I'm just going ahead and tell you. I had a gray suit and it had blue stripes. And I was telling everybody it was a blue suit. I had to tell somebody, a couple after church, I knew that it was a gray suit, but I, had to, I was telling it was a, a, a blue suit because I wanted to make sure everybody was paying attention. And for those that don't believe me, never mind. 
This is a gray suit. And this is a purple shirt. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, y'all. I'm kidding. Anyway, what we must understand is this. Back to where we're at. God created us. He formed us. He knew that when I was 41 years old that I'd have a full head of hair. Not. He knew everything about us. He knew us from the very beginning. And so I firmly believe that from the very beginning, if we was in church and we started to understand and know about God way back then, Brother Andy, I don't believe that's true. I do believe it's true. When Katie, before she was born, you can laugh at me if you want to, I really don't care. I would hunt, I didn't sing. I didn't want to scare her that early. I would hum at, Kate, at uh, Sister Carrie's belly. When Katie was born, she'd have to go to the doctor and she'd start screaming. I'd start humming and she would calm down. Y'all don't tell her, but to this day still, I'm just kidding. But here's the thing is, is babies start to understand and they hear things even from, our mother, from their mother's womb. So what a better time, what a better place to start teaching them about God than in the house of God. Amen? So I believe that we need to start early in discipling. That's why I'm very, I, I really believe in Children's church. I believe in Sunday school. I believe in Wednesday night Bible study. But then we shouldn't be breaking our classes out like that. I believe we should. But I also believe it's not a ba- it's not a babysitting service. It's an opportunity to start instilling into our kids and our students who Jesus is. Amen. Let's go on. Let's look. We need to baptize. Once we do that, then we start early. We baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Then he goes on. Look at verse verse 20. It stops right there, doesn't it? No. He goes further and he says, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. I believe that this is what this verse is telling us. Go back to verse 19. Verse 19 says, Go, make disciples, baptize them. Then verse 20, teach them. What we must do is it's not a stopping process. It is a continuation. We are to continue moving forward in a teaching and a discipling process. This does not need to stop. It needs to continue and move forward. Why? Because God is with us all the ways, even unto the end of the age. The early church observed the right, both in exhortation to believers. We find, I'm not going to read all these. I'm going to put verses up on the screen. I'm not going to read all these, but I want you to see that we're teaching from the Word of God. We find in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 that the early church observed the rite of baptism and exhortation to the believers even in the early church, the early stages of the New Testament church. And it also in Acts chapter 8 and verse 12 it also, we also find that in, in evangelism and the practices of going from the church, the local church, extending out, they still practiced all of these same steps. Look at Acts chapter 10 and verse 48. He commanded them to be baptized. What we must understand is whenever the disciples and the early church, the Christians, they went forth. They did not go forth just to play cards with somebody. 
They didn't go forth just to do things, but they were supposed to go from the local church and they were supposed to teach the gospel of Christ. It is significant in the church today that we understand the sacredness of these practices of the early New Testament church. They did not create these ordinances by their own decision or just haphazardness. But these were created by the decision and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Go back to Acts chapter 2 verse 38. It says this. He says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Then we find in Acts chapter 8, in verse 12, when they believed Philip as he preached the good news in the name of Jesus, they were baptized. Today, many, can I be blunt? Okay, thank you. Today, many, they laugh and they make fun of some of the sacraments of the church. But I'm going to tell you something. There needs to be a seriousness a reverence, and a holiness. Hello? There needs to be a seriousness, a reverence, and a holiness to the house of God and the sacraments that portray the religious experience. Please do not misunderstand. In this water, there's nothing back here. It's water. There's nothing special inside of this water. There's nothing magical. If you're a sinner when you go in, you're a sinner when you come out, except now you're wet. Hello? This is a symbolic representation of your experience with Christ. Baptism depicts the following experiences. It depicts the new birth, the cleansing, death to sin, the burial and resurrection in Christ. Therefore, all of these elements are important to baptism. I feel like that every so often... We need to go back over these. And we need to look at this because we don't need to just think, oh, that's just somebody going into the water and coming back out. No. And I'm going to tell you something, church. This is not just every time somebody's baptized. This is not just for that person. But there is something for the entire church to be a part of. What do we need to be a part of? Guess what? We need to be praying one for another. Hello? We need to be holding a new Christian up to God. We need to be holding one another up. Why? I don't know about you, but life gets tough. Am I the only one that it gets tough for? It gets tough for every one of us. And I'm going to tell you something even more. Our, our kids and our students today, I just thought I had peer pressure in high school. Man, what I went through and what they're going through, what I went through, it's a piece of cake compared to what's going on now. I'm going to tell you one step even further. It's not just in the schoolhouse. Many cases, it's in the home. It's on the playground down the street. It's with our friends. It's in the community. We face that. And so we as a body of believers, we need to continually pray and hold each other up to God in prayer in order to represent the cleansing. Water is appropriate. Ananias exhorted Saul to be baptized. And as he did, he related the cleansing of the water as a washing away of the sin. 
in order to represent death, burial, and resurrection, immersion is appropriate. We find in Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, we find by putting off the body of flesh, having been buried with Christ in baptism, in which you was raised with Him through faith, in the powerful workings of God, who raised Him from the dead. We also find, in order to represent a new birth, Immersion is appropriate, but also coming out of the water is appropriate. We can find in Romans chapter 6, verse 4 and 5, it tells us that we're buried, therefore with Him by baptism into death, just as Christ was. But as a temporal agent of God, in administering the ordinance of, this, of the church. The church is subject to error in its judgment. Its administering of the sacrament is not an assurance of salvation. You don't know how many times, I hope you're not finding this boring, but you don't know how many times that people have come to me and they'll say, I need to be baptized so I can be saved. Baptism in water does not bring salvation. Hello? But many in the church world believes that this is what brings salvation. It does not bring a perfected walk with God. You can go forward and you can find in Acts chapter 16 verse 31 through 33. That just because you've been baptized does not mean your whole household is saved either. My salvation does not flow over and cause my house to be saved. Nobody's with me. What we must understand is as an individual step. I must be saved and the rest of my house must be saved. And when that process takes place, baptism in water is appropriate. Brother Andy, if I'm, if I'm saved and I'm not baptized, is that okay? Sure it is. But what we must understand is this is a symbolic representation to the church body saying, I'm turning away from the old and I'm taking a hold of the new. I believe it's also saying to the body, saying, hey, I, I'm saved. I need y'all to pray for me. Experiences from water. Baptism does not regenerate. Galatians chapter 3 and 27 tells us that when you've been baptized, you put on Christ. But this experience reinforces and strengthens our baptism into the body of Christ and the baptism unto death. For in one spirit we are all baptized into, into one body. 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. We're all one body. It's not a me and a you thing. We're all together. Last verse. Romans chapter 6 and verse 4. Romans chapter 6 and verse 4 tells us we are buried therefore with Him by baptism unto death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father we too might walk in the newness of life. Church, here in just a moment, I know that this, this may be a little different. This may be, I'm going I'm to be blunt. Some may even say this may not as, be as exciting as others. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. For me, there are several Sacraments, religious, holy parts of, of being a Christian 
that I hold very dear to my heart. One of those is baptism in water. What we must grasp a hold of, what we must understand is simply this. This is a time, and I've already told you, I will do baptism every week if we need to. Brother Andy, it'll be a whole lot of water. And we'll take care of that. What we must understand is simply this. Baptism in water is showing the church body, hey, I've given my heart and my life to God. And I want you as a church body to be praying for me. Now this morning, in just a moment, in just a moment, we're going we're gonna, to uh, come out here into this opening. But before we do, I want you to do something for me. I want you to do something for me. It's going to take just a few moments to get to this point. While we're waiting, I know it's going to be silence. Nobody likes silence. But what I want you to do is I want you to take this moment and I want you to get a hold of God in prayer. Miss Brandy, we're going to baptize her in just a moment. And I want you to help, with, help me in praying for this young lady. I don't know what her future holds. I don't know what may be going down the, down the road in her future. I don't know what she's going to face in life. Let me tell you something. I don't know what kind of a, what she's going to be as she becomes an adult. I don't know what kind of a witness she's going to be for Christ. But I'm going to pray that she was a greater witness than Billy Graham was. That's the first name I could think of, of a great and inspiring witness for God. Every time that we baptize somebody, that's what my prayer is. That they're going to reach somebody for God. Would you take just a few moments and would you join with me and would you, be, would you pray? Would you take just a few moments and would you pray and get a hold of God for Miss Brandy?
and the ordinance of baptism. As we've already mentioned, as we've already mentioned and we've already pointed out that in baptism, what this is, is this is a representation of us dying away in the old part of our life and a new creature has been born. We've done away with the old and we're welcoming in the new parts for our life. We're a new person. What we, how we used to be, how we used to act, and our old way of thinking, God has taken that and has re, rearranged that and put new into our lives. Amen? That's good, ain't it? No. <laughs> Turn around, please, Sister Carrie. There you go. All right. No, she loves it. She said it's warm. This morning, it's a great an honor to be able to baptize you today. You were sitting over here and, and Sister Carrie and those was praying with you and you enjoyed going to youth camp. And what a great time. I'm going to tell y'all something. I told her when I went she into youth camp, her family's sitting here and they, they can tell you 100% I'm telling the truth. I told her, don't beat up on them boys. <laughs> she said, I didn't make no promises. This is a wonderful young lady. We have, been, we have been thrilled to be a part of her and her family's life. And it's been awesome. Became friends. And now they're here in church. And it's been great. We've loved every minute of it. And today we, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to baptize you. We talked for a few moments ago. And you and Sister Carrie have talked as to what baptism is. And this is a great time. This morning, it's a privilege to be able to baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I can stand up. Walk this way. Grab his hand. Y'all worship with me this morning.
Today I am forgiven, His grace is why I'm living, praise His holy name, my God is awesome, 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 my God is awesome. you glad that he's awesome amen glory be to God amen thank you so much for indulging this morning and going through Miss Brandy would you come here yes oh I know it you don't Oh, sorry, we was having a conversation. <laughs> Who says that you cannot have fun? This is to certify that Brandy Calvert was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, the Coosa Valley Church of God, on this 11th day of July, 
in the year of 2021. Romans 6 and 4. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Now, would you give Brandy a hand clap? Amen. I know it. Y'all, she's a sweet young lady. Mean as a rattlesnake. Or can be. I'm going to tell this story, and it it ain't going to embarrass her. But We found out that she had told everybody at camp that her name was Veronica, which her name is Veronica. And, and, <laughs> and so we was told that the reason she did that is so that way nobody would know her real name. Yeah, so I wouldn't be able to find her. Anyway, we're, we're delighted to have, ha- to have been able to baptize her this morning. We had a few others that was going to be baptized. We have some that are going to be joining the church, and that's going to be, that's going to be next Sunday. was not able to get back off of vacation so next Sunday is going to be member. We're going to take some in as members of the church. If you have been thinking about it, or you want to know more about being a member of the Coosa Valley Church of God, or you are interested, please make sure you see me. We're going to do membership next Sunday, uh, and we would love for if you're a part of that. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand this morning. Thank you again for being here. We don't want to leave without giving an opportunity. If you need something from God, you need God to touch and minister in your life, God is able to move. Whatever it may be, God's able to touch. Amen? We're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and then we're going to dismiss. But if you need something from God, now it would be a great opportunity to come to an altar and allow God to touch your heart and your life today. Whatever it may be, God's able to touch. Would you pray with us? Dear Heavenly Father, God, as we come to you today, God, we want to thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Whatever the need may be today of this congregation, God, I'm praying that you'll just touch and minister. God, if there may be one that's here today that needs something from you, God, I'm praying that you'll just tug their heartstrings one more time. And God, we thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, church, would you stretch forth your hands?